What's up everybody, welcome to a very special PlayStation 5 edition of the Extra Slice brought to you by the Cheesy Controller Podcast. I'm your host, Anton LaFlack. Joining me as always, we have the mayor started with Sally, Chris Montalbano. Holy fucking shit. The most degenerate squid in the sea, Jalen Roberts. You know, I need a couple of more 5 terabyte hybrid drives here. And the Akoski Durag, Madrid Devon. It's Bug Snacks! We got a jam-packed episode for you guys this week. We're going to be talking about all the big news that came out of the PS5 reveal event that happened yesterday. Um, so stay tuned. All right. So starting off the show, they started with a Rockstar logo, which... I was what? super hyped <laughs> until I was no longer hyped. Yeah, I was hyped. I'm like, whoa, are they really coming out the gate with GTA 6 on us? Because nah, like, they it really started off with them playing a dick flute solo, you know what I'm saying? So they're just up here like, yo, look at all the amazing things that we've done to bring you to this point. And it's like, here's the Rockstar logo. What is right. It? right. More of what's oh, been done I did. <laughs> I did get a little excited when they did like the PlayStation 1 logo. And I was like, yeah. Ooh. Oh, I definitely got chills in that Ooh. intro montage. Like when they were going through Bro, like the like years nipples and the tingling. Mm-hmm. This whole thing, like, I definitely legitimately got chills multiple times throughout this entire presentation of, like, the future is here. Yeah. Like, next gen is upon us. When you get those right. excited tears, it's just like, oh, yeah, it's just right there. <laughs> right there in the corner. Uh, there were so many of those. And then they kept doing the interstitials that I'm like, yo, you got to show us the console. You bro. cannot do an interstitial like this and bro, not show all, me what bro, this box is. those transitions. Like. It was like we said on the last episode. Like, that shit was sexy as fuck. Like, they really mm. nailed that aesthetic that they were going for with, like, with both the console and then, like, with this reveal. It kind of goes hand in hand and then all the shit that they showed off. It looks so fucking futuristic. It kills me. It kills me, man. Exactly. It's, just, it's so futuristic. Well, yeah, let's get into the thoughts on, like, the box itself. Uh, oh, you so, want to go there? Yeah, I think it, because, I mean, that is really the thick. biggest takeaway. It's thick. It's curvy. That thing looks like an absolute unit. It's, bro, bro. it's Loba, the console. Yeah. Is it thick? I mean, it's thin. Yeah. It, it looks like a router, to be It looks honest. extremely tall because somebody put up a... Uh, side by side of every console and they uh like match their sizes by the disk drive oh so like the length of the disk drive is like they can relate that across every console because every console's had a disk drive and this thing looks tall yeah like if you lay it down on its side i doubt it's gonna fit into like a regular sized entertainment system like maybe this was just not to scale because like playstation has only shown it to scale with other things that we don't know the size of, like mm-hmm. the camera and the controllers and stuff, but no, I'm hoping so. this thing is not like ridiculously tall. Like judging by like the height of my PS4 Pro and the height of the PS4 Pro in that comparison image. Well, Chris, yours is laying on the side. I have mine sitting up vertically. No, I'm just. Uh, I think honestly, it could be maybe. If anything, maybe a little bit taller than the PS3 if you stood the PS3 up, but I don't think it's going to be like crazy. I just hope it's not as fat as the original PS3. No, it looks no, like no. it's going to be like thin. Yeah, like the 
thinness, it looks like it's going to probably, especially the digital one, it looks like it's mm-hmm. going to be thinner than a PS4 or, like, even a base PS4. Right. Which the digital one looks more aesthetically, it looks aesthetically pleasing to me just because it's, like, symmetrical on both sides. Curvy on both sides, if you will. Yeah. So, they didn't talk about pricing, but... So, first of all, I need this console in all black. Y'all cannot yes. do this black Bro, and white to me. I, I hope <laughs> I don't. that they take the Switch model and pull out like a few color variants at launch. Look, just, I've been now saying you're this talking. for years. Every single console generation, I need my color variants. Oh, for real? Game, like, that was peak design where you could get GameCubes in like a various, like a bunch of different colors. Yeah, but True. nobody outside of Nintendo has ever done that range of colors. Like, the closest uh, you got. The original one. Xbox had an entire range of colors. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, no. since then, I like the. And then heck, Sony, the PS2 plates. came in different colors. Came in silver, gold, white, black. The, there's a pink one. Yeah, there is a pink one. one. Um, like it's literally once we got to PS3, it was just PS3 onwards. It was like, okay, we might do a limited edition PS4 in a different color. Right. Right. Yeah, well, I mean, the limited edition PS3 is the only one I can think of that, like, comes to mind oh. when I think of a different colored PS3 was that white and pink one they did for Final Fantasy Thirteen, mm. which still is one of the cleanest consoles I've ever seen in my entire life. Because like, white in an accent color is real clean looking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very futuristic and medical looking. Yeah. I mean, we do have images of the black, all-black controller. And they don't normally show off different colored controllers off rip. At least I've never seen PlayStation do that. Uh, so maybe we will have an all black. There's probably going to be an all. They black at version. least have to drop with the all black version to like complement it. Well, it's probably Just not going to be all black. It's probably going to be black and PlayStation blue. Yes, that's please, exactly. like that's the thing about that's it. What is, I, that's the, that's the thing about it. I do fuck with the fact that the accent color is PlayStation blue. Please, I would love that. It can have that nice PlayStation Two look about it. So, I'd mm-hmm. even go That's big, for big like energy right there. The way the base PS4 came out, I'd go for like that gloss down the middle and then matte black on the sides. Like it could, Ooh. the way that they have done previous consoles really should, because I don't know. Like I don't mind the white. I just because I mean my Xbox One S is white and. Like, my Switch controller has white on it. So, I don't mind. Like, I just got the black and white chair. So, my console could honestly go into this matching my chair. <laughs> which wouldn't be the worst thing ever. But, uh, yeah. I just think for, like... For me, the black system is always the system for me that sticks out mm-hmm. with any of these consoles. My Xbox 360, when I think playing xbox 360 it was on my black xbox 360 slim when i think ps4 i imagine my og ps4 that's now part gold i like ps2 vita like even though i have an orange vita for the most like the majority of the time that i had a vita it was the og black vita and then the psp so just for me like the lineage of playstation stuff is like, white's more of a special edition thing because, like, the white PS4 and PS4 Pro were, like, for Destiny, and it was mm-hmm. kind of a thing when those came out. But I also understand how it... Yeah, as like, somebody with that white cons- Destiny PS4 Pro. 
<laughs> right. And then, I mean, it matches because if you look at all the accessories they're putting out with it and you look at the default dual sense which seems to be black and white it also meshes well with the psvr yeah that's what i was also yeah it has the black and the white and the blue like illuminated accents so that's true yeah i mean go ahead chris i do love the system I did. It grew on me. At first, I was like, "Man, what the fuck is this?" But I did. I did go back and look at it and was like, "Yeah, okay, that's pretty." Yeah, my all the accessories aside aside from the headphones, I don't really mess with the headphones, but that's that's cool. They look more comfortable than the current PlayStation Pulse headphones. They look better. Well, we have the gold headphones. Oh yeah, the 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 one above ours. Yeah. They used to be called the Pulse. I guess they added platinum in there at some point, but yeah, I think they're going back they to calling them. Comfortable as fuck though, so that's why I was interested in those. Yeah, I'm definitely like I need an upgrade of a, my PlayStation headset because it's either these Turtle Beaches that I'm wearing right now or my gold wireless headphones that are like uncomfortable and then have interference. Like even though my PS4 Pro is within arm's reach of me at all times while I'm playing. I'd still get weird interference, and my audio would just cut out. So just get like Corsair gaming headphones. Yeah, I like that's really. I mean, I've looked at some of the Logitech's got solid gaming headphones. Yeah, I saw. Uh, I think they were the not the Vengeance. That's the Ram. I don't know. It was something that I was looking at that was like a RGB wireless headset from Corsair. But what yeah. Do you- uh, what do you think this controller? Because it's coming with the controller, I think. Uh, what do you think this controller is gonna be like? Because I've never had a PlayStation, not like the controller, but like the media remote. remote? Oh, the yeah. Remote. Oh, so I've gone through so many PlayStation media remotes over the course of my life that I just had to stop buying them. They're Are not they good. I mean, they're good when they work correctly, but they, like, are extremely terrible on batteries. Like, I don't know if this one's going to be rechargeable, but, like, they were terrible on battery because they had to connect to your console through Bluetooth, which means the Bluetooth on your remote was always on, which, Mm -hmm. so I was going through AAA batteries too much for one of them. And then, like, I don't know. I just feel like the build quality on them, like the aesthetics nice like the fact that they work with your console which if you use your console as like your center of your media setup at home like it's great for that but Mm -hmm. uh yeah i'd say definitely wait on that like that camera looks really good to me but also at the same time their first generation ps4 camera had a lot of issues and then by the time they refined it for the second iteration they sorted a lot of that out so right it's re- just a is it just a camera like the cameras we're using to record right now is it just like that well it probably has a proprietary port and you can't just plug any the same way the camera works on the ps4 come on sony because they have like a proprietary port and so they are the only one making a camera that has that connector so you have to buy their camera if you want to use a built-in camera but i mean Hopefully by that by the time this comes out, I'll have a 4K capture card, so I'll just run my system through that and stream because exactly. ain't no way I'm stripping my PS5 image down to 1080p. 
Mm-mm. It ain't happening. Like, I already have disconnected my PS4 Pro from my capture card because I just can't take the loss in fidelity <coughs> for no good reason. But yeah, if y'all are ready, we can get into the games because... Oh, wait. Yes. You're out of time? Okay. Well, we'll talk about your Spider-Man theory on episode... What would that be? 22? So I guess we could get into this lineup of games. I wanted to hear Jalen's Spider-Man. I did want to talk about the controller real quick. Okay. Okay. Because, you know, when it first got showed off, I was like, hmm, this is... You know, it's... It's okay, and then, like, 30 seconds later, I was like, yo, this is the controller's fucking lit. This is the future. <laughs> and then now seeing it with this system, like, they pair they pair well together, and it kind of builds mm-hmm. on that aesthetic that they want to go for. And then the haptic fucking feedback. They're selling this to yeah. me. I'm like, no, I'm, what, I'm excited now. No, what, me this what is direction. that haptic feedback? So haptic feedback is instead of using rumble motors like traditional controllers, they're Mm -hmm. using a haptic engine, which gives you different kind of feedback. It's the same thing they use in the iPhone because like the iPhone, like, well, most phones these days don't have a vibration motor. They have a haptic engine, which just kind of like it's something that can move less physically, but Mm -hmm. can give you a rumble feature that is more authentic feeling in certain situations like Mm -hmm. the xbox one technically the triggers had haptic engines in them so you could feel stuff in the triggers of the xbox one controller and then Mm -hmm. it's a haptic engine in the switch that powers the hd rumble and so basically what it means is you're just going to get better rumble instead of it just being motors turning in your Mm -hmm. controller or not motors turning in your controller they can do like more intermittent things with speed and like intensity of the vibration so based on what's going on okay that's cool that's cool so is i'm i'm just glad they're finally making a controller that really supports my hand well we're not even sure how much bigger like the ergonomics of it it does look but until we get it in hand because the final like outcome of this like remember playstation announced the boomerang controller with the ps3 so a lot of this stuff is still subject to change somewhat like we are a bit closer and but it's and i think the controller is set in stone but i feel like there may be some design changes between the ps5 that we see that they showed because it wasn't like i doubt that the, any of that stuff that they had in that product lineup was like an actual picture of the actual unit, you know? Right. It could have just been like, okay, here's like a render of 99.9% what it should look like. But mm-hmm. just to get like the Switch in the original Switch trailer had like some weird things like the Joy-Cons didn't detach. It was just kind of like a mock-up that they had that they sh- could show the concept of what the switch was yeah without actually having like a final manufacturer version of the switch in hand that early yeah, so okay okay we still we're still subject to change a bit on this stuff so i don't i don't want to like invest too much like they're giving us a general idea of what the direction they're going and i mean the most important thing going into next gen is the game 
mm-hmm. PlayStation definitely showed up with the this goddamn game. Deliver. This is how you do a fucking yes. system reveal. This is how you launch a fucking console. Like, this is how you make games. people hype like Indie for games. something mm-hmm. they don't know how much it's going to be. They you just leaving them want it, wanting it. Aesthetic. Right. Tech. Oh, we already knew the tech and the specs. But like Yeah, like, <laughs> like, I mean just finally just fucking all that was foreplay just bring right. it home. All of that was so you would understand <laughs> when these games look amazing and I've been able to watch a few of the trailers in 4K, but I haven't been able to watch the whole presentation in 4K yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, them explaining ahead of time, like, yeah, we're going to have hardware accelerated ray tracing. Yeah, we're going to have the SSD so, like, you don't have to load while moving through an environment. All of these things they showed in ways that were, like, yeah, Every game that started with a PlayStation Studios logo, for the most part, showed you something that you cannot do on other systems. Like, a lot of these games are console launch exclusives for PlayStation, or just mm-hmm. straight-up exclusives because they can't run on other stuff because right. of the architecture of the PS5. This was a thing that when Jalen was talking about, oh, I want them to prioritize frame rate, I'm like, frame rate is not the biggest deal when designing a game. Like, designing a game that has interesting concepts, like the Ratchet and Clank game, when he was just, like, pulling yes. himself through the environment, I'm like, yo, like, that yo, is something that when I look at it, I can tell. That work, like. Right. That's that's <laughs> a mechanic that just... do this before. <laughs> I mean, you can definitely do something like that on PC. Something like... Th- well, well I would if say... it's running off of SSD, you're right, yes. But well, yeah, there would so. still be, like, in Destiny on PC on a regular hard drive already. You can't just move through those environments at, right. without loading screens. Like, I was well, playing the intro to the new Destiny stuff on PS4 the other day just because, like, that Destiny Vidoc had me so stoked. Mm-hmm. And when I loaded in, I, like, was jumping from one ledge to another that I was supposed to jump, like, through and... It would... It you like just I just hit loading like legitimately yeah. like I just stuck yeah. and there's loading like dialogues going on background noise I hear enemies and my character is just hovering in the air so it is good to see games yeah. like being able to do this because like Ratchet and Clank is exciting but I mm. feel like the technical capabilities that developers are going to have going into this next generation yeah. are going to make for some like insane like imagine if titanfall like the thing where you're going back and forth in time if that Mm -hmm. were just instantaneous and they had like two full levels actually loaded and like anything like i know dishonored 2 had a mechanic like that and i mean for arcane studio to be working on death loop like even death loop had some movement stuff that i'm like they have to be filtering in a lot of information at one time to like have this run like this so Mm -hmm. it's just i'm i'm excited about a lot of the games that we saw but i'm more excited to see what happens in year two or three of the console because like we already know that we have top class developers working with the system at a base level so like Mm -hmm. insomniac's getting really used to it on this Ratchet and Clank and uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales, but Mm -hmm. 
I don't see, like, I see their next game. Like, maybe there's a new Insomniac game in a few years that really is a technical showpiece and it's like one of those games that you're like, yo, you have to see this on a PS5, on a 4K TV to really even get how good this looks. Yeah. But yeah, so they started off with GTA 5. Well, they started off with the montage that we all liked. Uh, they revealed the sacred symbols. They kind of did the PS1 logo. They went through the years, showed the console, showed a lot of great games throughout the years of PlayStation. Like, we were getting some Uncharted 3 in there. We were getting mm-hmm. some God of War 3. Like, it wasn't just, like, you know, the staple that they've developed over this generation. They're going back. And, like, throughout this presentation you see that PlayStation, like, I was worried coming into this console generation that PlayStation was going to be arrogant PlayStation and we are going to have another PS3 on our hands. But this reminds me of so much of early PS4 PlayStation that mm-hmm. was able to get all the goodwill because they understand what gamers want. Gamers yeah. want high-quality games and games that you can only play on PlayStation because and that's what's going to bring people to your platform yeah so they show gta 5 it's coming to ps5 so it's one of the first ever games to go across three generations like actually natively running on three generations (laughs) in a row like it's wait it's the first one to do that like no, because I know, like, Minecraft, it's the second best-selling game, and it's one of the first games that, like, had versions. Like, I'm unsure, but it was, like, when seeing GTA Five, some of the stuff they said, like, play, Grand Theft Auto's been on every single PlayStation, and so... Mm-hmm. And I mean... Honestly, if Skyrim comes to it, Skyrim would be another one because Skyrim was a PS3 360 and now it's hit it. Well, it hit PS4 and Xbox One. So going to PS5, Xbox Series X, I could see that. Shout out to Diogen in the chat. Uh, and then, so they showed PS uh, GTA and that was kind of underwhelming, but I also get it because. GTA 5 for PS4 was shown at a PlayStation E3 press conference, actually. The first mm-hmm. time we saw GTA coming to current gen was from PlayStation. So it somewhat made sense there. And then by the end of this, like by the time we were into this conference, I totally forgot that they opened with that. I mean, it's also cool that you're getting, like I think, what they said, a million dollars of free cash every month until the ps5 comes out yeah that's for gta online players so like if yeah, you yeah, yeah. regularly so, play gta online just log in on ps4 and once a month you're getting a million gta dollars so shout out go. to that uh then they showed spider-man miles morales and like Bam. the just way the trailer of- opened i was like going back and forth because it kind of takes a second for you to even see the bottom of the mask. Right. So you Mm -hmm. just kind of see an arm and you're, I'm seeing the electrical powers. I'm like, Oh shit. Are like, there have been rumors going around that there's a new infamous in the works. And so I'm like, Oh shit. Is this a new infamous? Then it finally panned enough that I saw like the lines on the bottom of the mask. I'm like, Mm -hmm. Oh shit. Spider-Man. Like, on the last episode, I talked about how I was not expecting to see Spider-Man this soon. 
but the mm-hmm. way they're doing it makes a lot of sense. Like they just bought Insomniac, and Insomniac has so many teams, so they have people to actually put in the manpower, and then it it's a side story, which like it's a downloadable standalone game. The yeah. same way <clears throat> Infamous did First Light and Festival of Blood and Uncharted did Lost Legacy. It's going to be shorter. Like, that's too my... soon for a new, like, a completely new game, like a sequel. So I'll, in my head, I was thinking, like, it's mm-hmm. supposed to be a spinoff or a, a, or a DLC or, or something. That would be convenient. But no. Right, and so people theorize that it would be DLC, like a DLC add-on for Spider-Man PS5 Remastered. Mm-hmm. Or like an upgraded version, but it looks like it's going to be a standalone thing. Cause it's a holiday and 2020. I'm excited like, for it. That's I'm like that's yes, like, that's, it. That's the other thing. Right. It's one of the few games they gave a date for, and it's definitely launch window, if not launch lineup. So they gave us something like Spider-Man was one of the PS4's best games, and they're just mm-hmm. giving us that with better graphics. Miles Morales is the player character. Kid Cudi mm-hmm. on the soundtrack. <laughs> They're giving us all of that <laughs> as possibly a launch title. Like they Bro. sold so many Bro. PlayStations. Like Spider-Man Spider-Man's the best-selling. Like, they may do that for Spider-Man too. I don't see them doing a special edition like that at launch. Like the only system that's really done that has been the Switch Lite. And that's after the Switch was already out. But I definitely... You know, Spider-Man 2, we're going to get a symbiote PS5. Like... So, I, I already see it. Like, a Miles PS5 would be dope. And people have already been doing the mock-ups of it. But I I just don't personally see it. Hmm. But yeah. what Like... P- Spider-Man PS4 is one of PS4's best-selling exclusives. And now they're just... They're going to carry that momentum going into the next generation right. with a game that more of us want. Like, going off, seeing Spider-Man, sure, cool, I'm excited, first party, you know, like, PlayStation exclusive, this game's going to look and play great. I'm way more excited for this than I was for base yeah, Spider-Man. Honestly. Because I, I really enjoyed base Spider-Man. The sequel, like. Yeah, because... Jalen was saying before he got to go, and I'm sure he'll, when he's on the next episode, we'll talk about it, but apparently the symbiote doesn't work on Miles, so you can't really have Miles involved in a game that the story revolves around Venom, Mm -hmm. because, like, your antagonist can't be Venom if Miles is in the picture, so there has to be some, like, we're getting the Miles game we wanted, which like this is best case scenario. Just don't have Peter in the shit at all, right? And give us this, and then have Peter actually go and deal with Venom in Spider-Man Two, like the proper game. Which, like, they're handling it better than I could have even expected them to mm-hmm. handle it. So then, going on, the next game that they showed was Gran Turismo Seven. Which is one of the trailers that I've gotten to watch in 4K, and yeesh, that game looks great. I mean, yeah, Gran Turismo is always like, man, that's a beautiful game. Next. It'd be a shame if I don't play I've it. enjoyed Gran Turismo. I've... 
I even played GT uh, Gran Turismo Sport on PS4. So like this is one that I'm looking forward to. You know, Gran Turismo Seven. Give me them ray traced cars. It'll it's going to be a tech showcase. That's to yeah. say the least. Like that's one of those games that you just let play and let like the insanity happen with. So the next game, like, they were just going back to back to back with the PlayStation Studios on this one. Next one they showed was Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart that we already talked about, like, them pulling pulling themselves through the world in a way that seemed like it couldn't run on PS4. And the fact that they load through, like, they go through different worlds, Mm -hmm. like, falling through rifts and just, like, these are entirely different levels with different lighting, with different... It isn't, like one continuous on rail sequence you know mm-hmm. it's You're literally going from world to world and all of the worlds according to them are yeah. vast and different changing dimensions to like ratchet becomes a girl at one point the furry agenda or... has been pushed yeah that's what it is we've been in a furry they say she looks like crystal like the past year and a half yeah, the furry meta has been like between B stars and <laughs> just everything. Like volcano high. It's like, oh god. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they showed Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. We're all still thinking about the girl from the end of the trailer. Uh, we need to know what's up with that. I'm honestly afraid to Google so Ratchet excited. and Clank because of. The furry community and what they've probably already done with that. Um, yeah. Then so the next thing they showed show. is, yeah, the, the internet. internet at large. Straight up. Uh, Square Enix shows off Luminous Luminous Studios' new game, Project Athia. Yeah. Which is probably one of my highlights of the whole show, just because like. It's first of all, it's PS5 exclusive. Second of all, Gary Witta of Kind of Funny and a bunch of other A-list writers wrote this game. So like, and we're getting that new next-gen heat from Square Enix, and like the magic system I was looking looks for crazy. some JRPG trash mm-hmm. from them, but you know, it's this is this is fine. I'm here for it. This right? Yeah. The, this <clears throat> this is Edge Lord. Trash, like JRPG <laughs> trash. <laughs> Hardcore. But, I mean, for me, it was still looking at the games. Like, when I just look at the overall list of games from this, this is one that I'm like, yes, sign me up. I'm not sure what it is. I was hoping for my Final Fantasy know. 16, which I am pretty sure this is not what this but is going to be. It's, especially being exclusive. <clears throat> yeah, and I mean... They're just getting better with Unreal Engine, which we've already seen show some crazy graphics. Like, this presentation, it's just like, you had a bunch of threads. Let us tie them in a neat little knot for you so you know, going into next we gen, got you covered. what we to got expect. You covered. Right. So, the next game they showed was <laughs> Stray from Annapurna. The cat in and the And for me... Yeah, it reminded me of that episode of Love Death Robots where the robots had taken over the world and they, like, Mm -hmm. find the cat. Exactly. Like, that (laughs) is the only... I was like, I can't see anything else except this is the game version of that episode of Love Death Robots. And, I mean, nothing, like... 
I've said make Love Death Robots a game and make it an anthology game with just like all these themes and ideas that you guys have. Just make it into a game. Like it's a great <laughs> show, but it's one of the few shows that I'm like, yeah, one to one, giant monster battles, uh, giant robot versus alien bug infestation. Like mm-hmm. every single episode of that, except like the yogurt one, could have totally been be a, a game. Like you're raising, you're raising of daily life. <laughs> but yeah, so they showed Goodbye Volcano High, which is dinosaurs or dragons or like something. That... There was a dolphin. She also had wings. Yeah. So there's that. Uh, I mean, it looks <laughs> yeah, it charming. Looks it looks like. Beast, I've, I've seen Beast Stars meets Life is Strange as a description for it. Yeah, that. there we go. I see a lot of Night in the Woods mm-hmm. in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, I mean, it yeah, looks interesting. Looks it looks good. like digestible. It could be a fun little stream, you know. Uh, then there was Oddworld Soulstorm, which, to me, I was like, this looks good for an Oddworld game. I've just, like, I've played a bunch of Oddworld games. I've just never felt motivated to beat any of them. Mm-mm. So I'm like, yeah, cool. Y'all keep on doing what you're doing. Obviously, you have an audience. So like, more power. Working for them. It wasn't like a slow part. (laughs) That was good. I totally missed it, but I'm just gonna listen back to the episode. Um, One of the interesting things that I wanted to note, like, we didn't have any downtime in this for the most part. The one exception was the end of the grant they showed a gran turismo 7 trailer but mm-hmm. then they showed like just as long of just somebody racing in gran turismo and it was like cockpit view so you weren't getting like the reflections off the car it was just really weird for me i'm like yeah y'all are showing me in engine gameplay and that's great and all but it seemed out of place it really did like and as much as i like Gran Turismo fans know what to expect. It looked like Gran Turismo. Gran Turismo has looked like Gran Turismo since PS1. Right. (laughs) And so I didn't get why they kind of pulled down the presentation with that. But the next game they showed was Jet the Far Shore, which is a game I'm extremely interested in checking out because it's from the creator of Sword and Sorcery, Super Mm -hmm. Brothers. Um, Oh. Right. So that was okay. an interesting thing. I saw Super mm-hmm. Brothers in the trailer, and I was like, hold the fuck up. Like, I need to just see what they're doing. And, I mean, it looked pretty cool overall. Mm-hmm. Um, looked like a small game. I think they said 2021. So, you know, we got some time between now and uh, that game actually being out. And I'm sure it'll come to PC and other stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, then they showed the game. I uh, think Madrid, you called this one. They showed Godfall, Godfall. gameplay. Yeah, oh, yeah. it's more. It, you know, it's just them showing off more gameplay of it. <laughs> yeah, we knew what Godfall mm-hmm. for the we most part we was. Doing. We know what mm-hmm. Godfall's gonna be. Slasher. God grinding. Mm-hmm. Right, and you know, Fuck it. I'm here for it. God. It could be a take on Monster Hunter, perhaps. It looked well, dope. Maybe not Monster Hunter. It did look like Monster Hunter meets uh, like a Souls game almost. With that co-op? Yeah. Like co-op-y feel? 
I don't know. Either way, I'm excited, mm-hmm. especially if it's going to be at launch. That'll be something to play with the homies. And then, you know, with the way the PlayStation set up, right. you can switch from your single player to your multiplayer seamlessly. I'm very right. excited about that. So you could have... Very <laughs> fucking excited. I am, too. Yeah, having two games suspended yes. at once would just be... So, they show Godfall. Then they showed... One, this is another one that I'm really excited for. It's the creators of Hyperlight Drifter. They made a new game called Solar Ash. Yo, and this game... Was dope. This is the artistic game I love. I was like, damn, is this like Journey meets Grizz yes. almost? Meet Hyperlight Drifter? I was just like, <laughs> yes! I was like, yeah. Type. For me, it was just like, oh, this is Hyperlight Drifter. They're just not doing pixel art anymore, which I'm okay <laughs> with. Yeah. You, y'all can yeah. switch to polygonal. Keep it looking right. this saucy. <laughs> like Looking this digital. Right. Fuck yeah. That game looks dope. People are shitting on indie games. Yeah, like, I'm so like, what is wrong with y'all? Mm-mm. Never well, shit on indie games. Here's game. the thing. If you can't appreciate a game like Solar Ash, you don't deserve a game like Solar Ash. And you shitting on indies is just going to hold you back Preach, from brother. playing these Preach, great brother. games. And that's right. how I felt. Right. Like, if you're out here complaining about, like, Goodbye Monster High, none of us are mad. Or Goodbye Volcano High. Like, None of us are complaining about a game like that existing, but there were people that were out there like, why is this in their console reveal? We want to see stuff that could only run on next gen. I'm like, but this is going to be one of those games that fills out the catalog that when you turn on your PS5 a month after launch, it's there in the store and it's something to play, you know? Right, but also it brings other people because, like, you have everybody who likes different genres, so they want to show every different genre to get people to buy their system, not just some douchebag who's going to talk shit on I want to play some card, yeah. bro. Right. Like, dude, shut up and right. play a fucking visual novel. <laughs> Relax. Right. Calm your right. nerves. Get some culture about yourself. Right. Love yourself. So they are showing the new playroom, which is Astro's playroom. So they are, like, mm-hmm. actually keeping the Astrobot rescue mission branding and bringing it to the playroom because that's where those robots came from in the first place with the original mm-hmm. playroom. And so um, it looks like there's going to be a 3D platformer, but this time it won't be in VR. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that'll be cool. Like, PlayStation, that is something that we don't typically get from their first-party stable of developers is 3D platformers. So I'm really looking forward to them doing something with this like i had fun playing around with the playroom when i first got my ps4 and my camera and was doing stuff like having robots come out and playing ping pong in like augmented reality with my controllers like you know i think it's going to be one of those things that comes pre-installed with your ps5 for free so like i can't complain about anything they're doing like the original playroom was pre-installed on ps4 and it comes pre-installed with psvr you know mm-hmm. so get you something to mess around with right especially if it's free i definitely can't be mad then they showed and to me this is probably the worst looking game from this sh- lineup like i don't feel like it really had a target audience it felt like market research the video game Mm-hmm. And so it was Destruction All Stars, which looked like a knockoff, oh, yeah. twisted metal with like I mean, wannabe Fortnite it's, elements. 
Just yeah, give me twisted metal. It seems right. Give me twisted metal. Give me Fortnite. Enough. Like I don't if need it, like, especially if it's a free to play type game. I'd fuck with it. Yeah, I don't see myself pay paying for, it, for this game. Like, unless there's something like around launch, if they're like, "Holy crap, this is a revolutionary multiplayer yeah, no, experience." It's, it seems like a place. And then I don't even see. I, yeah, if right, it feels like it was trying too hard to appeal to kids in a way. Like, I feel like they were trying to appeal to the age range of kids that know better than to fall for stuff like this. So it's a tough market to hit, you know. <laughs> right, just but you could make that this exact game. There are a lot of things you could have done to it to make it look infinitely more appealing to people like me, to people mm-hmm. like the kids they're trying to make it appeal to. Like <laughs> it doesn't even have like a distinctive art style. Like that's one of oh. the things that we say consistently is have a good art style and stick to it. And that is not at all what they did. It's all definitely right. not a Rocket League competitor. Yeah, as people who play Rocket like, League, like nobody's going to stop playing Rocket League to go play this game. In the slightest. Like I don't even understand what the concept of that game is. Like what, like what the goal is? Are there multiple I, modes? Like is there an Do you un- if you lose your <laughs> Right, if you your car blows up, do you get out of the car and try to rebuild it or something because at one point like someone was trying to dodge cars and like yeah and then they were in well there, one. like there were multiple is, points of like this? the people like their car exploding and them jumping out running on foot and i'm like every single game that has been focused on vehicular combat that lets you get on foot or even racing like no racing game where you get out and run on foot has ever yeah, been fun. that never pans out mm-hmm. so like it just seems like they took a bunch of bad ideas put a bunch of market research around it and decided, hey, here's a game. Somebody will buy it. But, like, to me, that was the one thing that I felt like y'all could have 100% cut this from the presentation, and Mm -hmm. it would have just made the presentation stronger. Like, I... It may be a PlayStation Studios game, which means it's an exclusive, which means they had a reason to show it, but yeah. I just (laughs) don't think anything they were doing panned out the way they wanted it to and I don't yeah. think that game like that game may get canceled that may be vaporware like we may never <laughs> I can see that because like legitimately like that is not on the top of anybody's most wanted PS5 games list all these it's... videos and articles that have dropped since yesterday you see no mention of this game I forgot about the game until I rewatched the presentation for the second time and I would have forgotten about it again had it not been on this list I made. <laughs> right. It's not it's not even worth hating on. It's just like that okay. <sighs> yeah. So the next game, I'm just gonna I'm gonna skip the next game because I wanna hear Madrid's take on it. And he's AFK for the moment. Uh but we got our first teaser of NBA two K twenty one for PS five. Uh, it was Zion Williams. He was shout out playing it, (laughs) right? Yeah, I was about to say like they put another athlete that I couldn't name in a sports game trailer that I'm not not gonna play. But you know, for the people who are gonna play that game, (laughs) I'm not gonna lie, I was eating fries. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) hurt. (laughs) Are you afraid to eat fries on? I don't want to be that guy. I definitely love stuffing my face. We're talking about two K, like. 
Yeah, now we're talking about 2K. It I looks skipped good. Little Devil Inside because I wanted to hear. I wanted as many takes on this 2K? game. As I possible. mean, it's just going to be but, another fucking 2K game. Like, look, we improved the sweat. This looks like, even more like Julius Randle. Not Julius Randle. Fucking. <laughs> Zion, Zion Williamson. Williamson. I'm sorry. Zion, Zion won. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but for me, yeah, it was just another sports game that I'm not going to play with an athlete. I don't like, know. It, unless they fix their and game. I mean, it was like. Who fucking cares? Well, no, 2K is the no, good two, one. It's not right. NBA two, Live. 2K is the better game, but it's still shit. Like, it's plagued by microtransactions. Like, it has a lot of bugs. Yeah, but. You're paying full That's money. from a gamer's point of view. Every time I've been in an Xbox Live party, and I mean, I see it on PlayStation no, people too. Play like when I check like, what my to the game, that doesn't mean that it's the best. They're just mm-hmm. in a toxic relationship. Nothing else is there to fill that like niche, <laughs> you know. That's true. Right, because NBA Live is trash. I know that, but uh, yeah. I talked to some of my Xbox friends right after this presentation because they hit me up like, oh, do you see that garbage PlayStation put out? I can't believe that router. I'm like, y'all are really over there talking with a fridge. You a whole mini fridge. Okay. It's, it's fridge versus router. <laughs> a battle is over this time. Like, I, I'm... Right. So, to be fair. they hit me up and they were like, oh, I didn't see they announced 2K. I'm like, yeah, they're like, I bet I could guess what the trailer looked like. It was some dude sweating. And it was a close-up of one character, and you were hoping you could do that on the court, but I guarantee you're not going to be able to. I mean, so. they had a Madden trailer, and so I'm I like, want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, honestly, the Madden trailer was a little bit like better overall, in my opinion, than the 2K trailer. Yeah. Was it? I mean, 2K Maybe also put out like trailer. ads and shit after that. Like everybody's been going crazy, like yeah. since this has happened. Right, and I mean, 2K is a multi-platform thing. It's not like... The fact that they have the advertising deal with PlayStation means that people who are playing 2K mm-hmm. for the first few years are going to associate 2K with PlayStation. So when they just buy a console, a lot of their purchasing decisions going to be off of the fact that they associate 2K with PlayStation and Madden with Xbox. Like, people who want to play Madden are probably going to buy the Xbox to play Madden, and people who want to play 2K are going to buy the PS4 to play 2K. PS5. That's why I bought Madden on my Xbox, because it was like, you always just see it there. Right, like Call of Duty was heavily associated with Xbox 360, but now it's heavily associated with PS4, and it'll be interesting to see who it's associated with going into next gen. PC. Have you played <laughs> an old Call of Duty game on PC? Uh, no. Yeah, I went and I saw, oh, they have Call of Duty Black Ops on Steam. All the reviews are do not buy or attempt to play this game because of hackers. <laughs> and so... I didn't say their servers were good. I'm just, I, And I don't see, like, no game is really associated with PC. Like, <laughs> Half-Life. Yeah, I feel like that's just PC. a... Half-Life. <laughs> I feel like you just get... You're just a PC gamer. That's You don't get it. Yeah, you get like... You, you get make your PC special. That's the type of shit y'all play. 
Yeah. That's all, that's all my PC's good for is playing Civilization. All right. So the uh, another game they showed was The Little Devil Inside, which is an indie Yo, that I'm has been in development. This shit looks fire. This is the one with the old dude and yeah. the young dude, right? In the Schmeet. Yeah. The Schmeet. The Schmeet <laughs> game. <laughs> But apparently it was supposed to come to Wii U back in 2016, and we've just been waiting on this game for forever. So now it's finally coming out to PS5, but it also mm-hmm. seems like this is going to come everywhere. It's one of those indie games that, you know, you associate with the platform, but it's really on everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, t- I totally see that. And then I see from the creator. So this next game, I understand why it was there. I understand that it like work for the market it was going for it was just one of those moments of like holy fuck playstation what are you even doing right now um from the creators of octodad which was a ps4 launch game we got bug Bug snacks (laughs) (laughs) dog i know you're hyped for bugs so i know everybody is fucking (laughs) geeked and excited for bug snacks they're bug snacks Right, they're snacks that are bugs, and that when you eat them, they transform wow. your body. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> like it was probably the longest amount of time we spent with the game throughout the entire thing. It had a whole theme song. It had a walrus that eventually got strawberry hands. There were ribs that were bug snacks. Yeah, there was a sub. It like, was a bug snake. What's not to love? I definitely felt like I was having a fever dream watching that. It seemed like yeah, a troll job but at I mean, first. Sometimes like when it ended, I was like, oh, maybe this is <laughs> a troll job. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but I mean, PlayStation's always had those games like Nog, Wadham, all that kind of artistic, like what is really happening here. Mm-hmm. But, you know. And I mean, they're always great kids for game or great games for kids, but yeah, Bug Snacks coming, maybe PS Five. So that's interesting. Uh, next we got Kenya Bridge of Spirits, which to me looked like a really good artistic game. Like that seems like um, another solid platformer yeah, that that's. Has a good really art style and the art direction mm-hmm. in like that the, game. Um, the two, like the, I think the devs were brothers, right? And I think they were black guys, if I'm not mistaken. So you know, shouts out to black devs. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah, it's from Amber Lab. So if anybody like, apparently details are scarce for the game. Um, but it's a cute action adventure game made by Ember Lab. So if you want to look up Ember Lab and see like what they've done before, what the game looks like. All right, here we are, Chris. It's happening. <laughs> Resident Evil Eight Village was finally shown. I fucking called it. <laughs> I mean, I really, I hoped, I hoped, I. Sorry, I every time I think about this game, I get too energized and I don't even know how to Are you ready for start your Bloodborne game to think about it. It's, mm. 
so yeah, Resident Evil Village. Yeah, I'm so ready for my Bloodborne game or whatever the fuck this is gonna be. Jesus Christ. Um, so they showed the trailer and then the devs also did like a three minute thing saying, yeah, talking they, about it. Yeah. They showed like a new inventory and showed some key art. They're like, here's some key art. Please pay attention to this going forward. And it was like, right. <laughs> Which, uh, Reddit, Resident Evil Reddit has kind of been like going all over it. And oh, it I'm does sure. actually, the key art does kind of look like a fucked up, like umbrella symbol in a way (laughs) they did show umbrella symbol around like a horseshoe and stuff like whatever is going to be a puzzle so they are definitely involved which you would know like because they are still umbrella blue which was in resident evil 7 trying to like undo what they did might not be as good as we thought they were and chris redfield might actually be evil he unloaded a whole clip into whoever that was like i was like that was one of those moments i was like chris oh like how is he he was just like sorry ethan bam 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 like like, no it wasn't it was like it wasn't even bam bam bam. it was like bam 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 like he really made sure to empty the, the that. I mean, if you're dealing with like zombies and werewolves and shit, you gonna want to empty that bitch. I mean, okay, so this is before they go into the village that I'm, I'm kind of thinking. Uh, so Buff Chris is back from Resident Evil Five, but he has no fucks to give at this point. Um, I think he runs up Ethan's house, murders Mia. Steals their possible baby because in the beginning of the video she was telling a story to a child and Ethan was like that story is creepy but whatever. Uh, Chris kills her, steals a baby. That's what the fetus was because she was infested from the last game from uh, Evelyn, and maybe it's passing down into this child that they just had and. Chris is trying to bring it back to this village, and that's why Ethan's got to go and try to save his child. And that's what I'm thinking, which would be really cool. But also, this game looks really fucked up. Like, you Mm -hmm. got zombie... Not zombie. It's zombies are dead and gone, and that's okay. Uh, Werewolves. Vampires. Rich, white woman vampires in a dope-ass mansion. Because it's a Resident Evil game. you got to have one of those. Yep. Shit. Yeah, that sounds really yeah. wild. Cause, I, cause honestly, aren't Resident Evil and Devil May Cry set in the same universe? So, yes. I mean, why not have all these other like <laughs> night terrors out there? You know? uh, I'm looking forward to this. I have never seen a trailer like I cried during Resident Evil Seven trailer at E3 in 2016. Because finally they bring him back the series that they killed. <laughs> and then got super excited with Resident Evil 2 Remake. And now this one, I'm just like, what the fuck are you guys doing? And please keep doing that. Because you can do no wrong. Yeah, I see. Like, I knew you'd be super excited for it. Like, PlayStation really has been blessing you. Like, almost every time PlayStation comes out in a big way. They come out with Resident Evil. 
And then, I mean, it's, for the most part, panned out. Like, I know people have their issues with Resident Evil 3 remake, but, you know, also, I mean, fuck them. I, I think they got rid of, they did Resident Evil 3 remake. Resident Evil 3 looks good. It's not as big, and that's what people are mad about, but you're going to, this game, Ari Village, looks like it's going to be huge. So, kind of just move on from your hate from Resident Evil 3. Capcom still loves you. Okay, so I'm looking... The next game that they showed, Returnal, is the new Housemark game. And they showed the Housemark logo, and I was like, oh... This game looks so fucking good. So, you actually like Housemark games, and you don't even realize it. So, Housemark, uh, they made Rezogun, which was my first Platinum. And then the game they made after that was Next Machina, which we played through the entirety of at your house at one time. So, yeah, this is from the same people that made... Gun, Dead Nation. I don't think we really liked Alienation. It, that was that was their most recent game. We played it. We played it. Tried it for a while. Yeah, I just at least one or it, two days, but it was. Well. It, it didn't have that special sauce that Resogun and Next Machina had, but Returnal looks really great. Like, mm-hmm. especially coming from that team, a bullet hell first person shooter with like control powers. Yes, please. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, it looks pretty dope. I don't, I don't know if it's my. I just game, will, but whoever likes that shit is gonna be all over it. The story's gonna be tight. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm going to get it. Like, mm-hmm. how smart puts out a game, I'm gonna play it just because Definitely. their games have been, like, I really like Dead Nation, I really like Resogun, and I really like Next Machina. So, and I mean, I Super Stardust is also good. Like, it's not up there on the same level as Resogun for me, but, you know, it's good. Yeah, I'm ready for this game to take me on a ride or a journey. Okay, so the next game they showed, and we're getting kind of close to the end. We got a little handful more. Uh, little Big Planet, uh, Sackboy, A Big Adventure. Yeah, look at PlayStation's Yoshi's story. It looks I mean, dope. Yeah, it's, it looks better. It looks like a little, a little fun... Yeah, it looks to me to be an actual good platformer because, like, that was a problem with Little Big Planet. It was too floaty of a platformer to be considered, Mm -hmm. like, a really good console exclusive platformer. And, like, I enjoyed Little Big Planet 1 and 2, but I feel like really after 2, when they started doing karting and Little Big Planet 3, I feel like they kind of lost the vision of what Little Big Planet was. And that's when they switched from Media Molecule, who's now doing Dreams to sumo mm-hmm. digital and i feel like they just had like issues getting the feel of the game right and now they're just like all right we're putting all our efforts into making this a good platformer and using one of playstation's most iconic characters like Sackboy is Sackboy is a playstation mascot like you really can't spend any time in the PlayStation ecosystem without coming across Sackboy at some point or another. So mm-hmm. I feel like it was a good character to use for that. Like if you're going to have like he could be I don't want to say our Mario like more like our Yoshi like not super iconic but like you know what you're going to yeah. get out of a Sackboy game when you get a Sackboy was, game. So I was like don't take that from Crash. Crash was our Mario. And then it was Ratchet and then it was Jack kind of I think Nathan Drake or Aloy or, or Kratos are like our yeah. Mario now. 
We have a lot well, of they, they, they switched it up. So the next game they showed was one that we've been excited for since we heard the reveal. And uh, when Bethesda canceled their E3 showcase this year, I was one worrying. I was wondering where I'd see this game and the yeah. next game. I was thinking um, the same thing. The first one was Ghostwire Tokyo. Yo. From Tango Gameworks. Uh, they didn't have Narukami. I think that's her name. Mm-hmm. Ikumi. Uh, Nakumo. Yeah. They didn't have her because she isn't with yeah, Tango she, she anymore. Yeah, like left mid project. But I was like, all right. But I mean, this game still. They had uh, Shinji Mikami. Is that the Resident Evil Four guy? Mm-hmm. Or is it Kamiya? No, Kamiya is the platinum guy. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> they had the Resident Evil Four director, who is the reason Tango GameWorks even exists. Uh, they had him on stage talking about Ghostwire Tokyo and they showed a thing. It actually looks, you know, first person horror like it looks I don't know see, if it's, it it looks, looks different less, than what I thought. It took a step back from the creepiness. Yeah, it looks like it's going to be less yeah. creepy than I originally the first trailer. It seems I was more like, actiony oh. than anything. I thought it would be more like a horror as yeah. cuz even with um when Death Stranding was coming out like I remember my hot take was this would be a better game. But now I'm like, because mm. mm-hmm. <laughs> I figured they would be in like a similar vein of like just some creepy weird shit. Yeah. This might be more of this like seems a psychological more like, I'm about to fucking do some goddamn yeah. Naruto hand signs. While you're just sh- shooting neon lights at people to destroy them. <laughs> Which could be cool. Like, I'm interested. Okay. No, I mean, I'm still down to play Ghostwire. That, the whole aesthetic is Tight. Yeah, I'm down to like. You gotta hyper- save Tokyo. Realistic Tokyo. Yes, sign, right. sign, sign me up. up. I'm down. <laughs> Just like how, how I signed the petitions. Um, <laughs> the hand size image you think of Skyrim combat. It definitely does have that stiff thing of. <sighs> yeah. <sighs> For the people who can't see me, I'm just throwing my hands up one after the other. Uh, the next game they showed was Deathloop, <sighs> which was another game they showed at E3 that I was super. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's from Arcane, the people who made the Dishonored games. And, I mean, it looks like they took Dishonored and just layered over, like, a good heaping helping of style. Right. Black protagonist, mm-hmm. black And this antagonist. is the game they came up with. Two spies locked in infinite conflict yeah, in a time that's... loop on an island with, like... So, it makes me think, is it, like, is it going to be, like, a roguelite? Almost, mm. where you, like, die and come back, and but you unlock powers and abilities and shit? No, it's going to be, like, you have to learn how, like, you're probably... How to just run through it? Yeah, how to get through the game, because it's, like, because it's a death loop, it says, like, something about you, how see... you have to kill the lieutenants by midnight. So mm-hmm. I think Yeah, that's what be... I was thinking, like, you have to, like, run through it in one night, but, like, you know, you die, you have to start all the way over. That would... But if you get further along, you know, you unlock powers and shit. Yeah. yeah. And you get to keep them, you know? I don't know. Maybe it starts over based on, like, you kill one of the lieutenants, and then if you die, you'll only loop back to after you killed that first lieutenant. I don't know. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how they do it. I think they have a good grasp on it because mm-hmm. of, like, some of the stuff I've seen, like, 
those stealth action games aren't really my deal, but what I've seen of the Dishonored games, I've been, like, interested in, like, Mm -hmm. so I'm excited. The interesting thing about Ghostwire and Deathloop is those games were supposed to be coming to Xbox day and date, but they're now console launch exclusives. So, yeah, for at least the first year. We don't, we're not sure if they're, like, true, true exclusives yet, but just judging by the information that came out alongside They're probably timed exclusives. Yeah, they're probably timed exclusives. But I mean, yeah, for yoinking up those two good games, I kudos to PlayStation of seeing like, seeing a little bit of those games at last year's E3 and being like, hmm. That's a nice one-two combo. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that is a great one-two combo, especially if they're coming within the first couple years of your system like, and they'll be associated with PlayStation like going forward. So that'll be exciting to see. Uh, then we got Hitman Three from IO Interactive, and I mean, it's finishing up what they're calling the Assassination Trilogy. I mean, people like the Hitman games. I kind of liked what I played of like the Hitman One reboot, oh. and then. Yeah, so they rebooted the series early in the PS4 generation under Square Enix and put out, like, they were releasing, like, episodic content. So, like, mm-hmm. they showed the Dubai map in this trailer. And, like, so that I know they've had, like, the Paris map and the New York map and stuff like that. So it's like you go to a locale. It's like you got to kill this person, figure out how to do it. And it's really like a sandbox. And, like, there's a lot of verticality. And you can disguise yourself as anybody in the map. So... Mm-hmm. You can get where you need to go. Like, it's really a smart game. And then uh, they left Square Enix and took the IP with them and made Hitman 2. And so now Hitman 3, I like, they 2 wasn't episodic, and I don't think 3 will be either, but it's a game that I know has an audience of people who really, like, this was the biggest game of the show for them, so... Yeah, good to, yeah. for them. It made then, somebody really happy. Yeah, see, this show made every should have made like most markets happy because yeah. there was something for them. Speaking of markets having something for them, we got Demon Souls remastered confirmed being made by Blue Point Games. By Blue Point, everybody was wondering what was the Blue Point game. Even Demon like Souls. I didn't even recognize the Demon Souls stuff in the trailer because I've never played Demon Souls but I was mm-hmm. like I was looking at the graphics and the style and then every like, time they've Odin talked Rose? about it <laughs> big like that's been my thing about how they've talked about this game every time they say the word <clears throat> big and so I'm seeing like some of these giant enemies and like this dragon and all this stuff going on I'm like oh this must be Blue Point's game and then they went Demon Souls and I'm like I like, think I saw like the player character at one point and I'm like okay this is Demon Souls but mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, if they've been putting out a lot of side by sides of pretty much every like screenshot and frame of the trailer that they put out, they showed it side by side with the PS3 version, and holy shit, they did a lot to this game. Like Demon Souls looked like a PS2 game, even though Damn. it was on PS3. Like it looked like go That's... look at some Demon Souls gameplay, and you'll be like, oof. But then you look at the new Demon Souls. And holy crap, like it looks better than any of the Soulsborne games that are out right now. Mm-hmm. 
and for them for that to the fact that they're calling it like a remaster even though it's like a full-blown ground-up remake mm-hmm. it just shows like how much crazy stuff one to one it is yeah well it's one to one as far as like the gameplay content yeah and but as far as like the graphics and like the style like all those people on the beach i'm like with the lanterns like stumbling around i'm like that is creepy and there's no way that that looked like that on ps3 mm-hmm. there's no way that had the same like atmosphere that they are able to get across with the demon souls remake no that looks like it looks like it's gonna be sick as book all right so now we're on the last game. This is the last game they showed before they unveiled the box. And it was the one that I honestly predicted. I saw this one coming. I'm like, I feel like this is going to be here. I was honestly starting to worry when we were getting like some of the like games like Bug Snacks. And we were like in that little like yeah. indie area. And we hadn't seen it yet. I was like, damn, maybe maybe they're like, we're going to hold this, this, this spade. You know, we're going to save it. Right, mm-hmm. they they already played one spade with Spider Man. That was a that was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> but then they came back and F- Horizon Two Forbidden West. I keep wanting to say Foreboding West, but apparently that red stuff was like teased for future Horizon content at the end of the original Horizon, and um, still need to finish that. Apparently, it's part of a trilogy. Like, Guerrilla Games is starting to talk about how Horizon was planned as a trilogy. And this is just a second mm-hmm. game in the trilogy. That makes I mean, it sense. looks... This is one of the ones I saw in 4K, and this shit looks crazy. Like, <laughs> this game has no business looking the way it does. Like, some of that underwater stuff, like, when... Good. She's in that room and that light dragon comes out of the floor. Like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. Like, if anybody listening to this has a way that you can go and watch this trailer in 4K, please do. Because, like, it is eye-meltingly gorgeous. I'm going to see if I can find the link I watched it on and share it with the Discord. Because it's insane. The level of fidelity that this game is having. Like, they didn't put a date on it and it's probably going to be, like late 2021 to early 2022 Mm -hmm. but you know i can wait like this is the type of thing you you give people and you're like here this is what's coming exclusively here like get excited for it and i mean i feel like it's far enough along in development that we're they're not going to be teasing it for two three years like we're going to get it within the next two and a half years and it'll be cool right the old ace of spades. So, yeah. I mean, that's pretty much it for the conference. If there's anything you guys want to, like, get into. I know they talked uh, after the press conference. Some games started announcing that they're coming to PS5. So, mm-hmm. Control's coming to PS5. So, you can get that ray tracing from P- the PC version and the console version. So, Control's just going to look and run even better. See... Now, what I want to know is, how is this backwards compatibility going to work? Like, what's up with that? This is what I want to talk about. What do we think the prices are going to be, and how do we feel about backwards compatibility? I think it's going to be expensive. Especially with the diskless drive being an option. Right. Mm -hmm. So here's what I think about the price. 
I'm thinking they're going to shoot for $500 for both models and have the digital version uh, have more storage to compensate for the fact that it doesn't have a disk drive. Because, mm-hmm. like, essentially, that's something I was talking about, is these games won't have to have such big install sizes anymore because if they're using the SSD as, like, a, as RAM for the game, they can read the game off the disk, run the game off the RAM, and never have to install the full game like they currently have to do on PS4 and Xbox mm-hmm. One. So I think like having that additional storage to, to compensate for the fact that you won't be able to run games off a disk. So And this is all if they're the same price, because I have another scenario as far as pricing. And then the disk drive one will have less storage, but it'll have a disk drive. So you can play your backwards compatible disk games as well as your current gen disk games. And I mean, it's going to be a 4K Blu-ray player. So mm-hmm. that's good like on its own like that's tantalizing uh-huh. just so i can play 4k blu-rays on a playstation because i'm leaning towards getting the like well more so i'm pretty sure that that's the one i want to get but that digital version is just a little sleeker yeah and then like you said if it has more storage if it is the cheaper model that's something to keep in mind it's like, right because the other thing <laughs> so that's me thinking they're both going to be at 500 the other thing I'm thinking of is, like, what if the discless version is, like, ridiculously cheap, like, 350 cheap? Ooh, I do not think they're going to eat that much. They won't eat it. That's the thing. They're going to get their money back instantly off of services and products. You can't buy games. You can't buy used games. You have to give your 30% cut of every single game you play for the rest of the generation to PlayStation, buying the games directly from PlayStation, which means they're getting like mm. all their game sale money back instantly. They're getting the PlayStation Plus membership. They're getting that $60 from you. They may get a PlayStation Now membership from you. I was about to say, whatever streaming service they're going to offer, because they're going yeah, to lean more into PlayStation now they might even rework it you know what i'm saying yeah how much I mean, did they say the uh, playstation to build costs they were saying something in like the 450 range but i mean if you lose a hundred dollars right. but if it takes 450 to build it you sell it for 350 and then you get 120 dollars of services out of somebody one game and one playstation plus membership per console makes back yeah. up that cost Especially then, if the yeah, but your like your one like game doesn't it, it goes into multiple things, so they'd have to buy multiple games for PlayStation itself. Yeah, but the digital that's the thing that. about the digital one is you have no option but to buy all of your games digitally direct from PlayStation. There's no for other sure. way to obtain games. That means they're not losing all that money that pe- like off of used game sales. They're not losing money off of people who are like playing stolen games legitimately like that is a thing of like you can steal a disc-based game you can't steal a digital game like mm-hmm. there's they control all the discounts that go out they control like they can control the price on every single game that you buy for the entire generation if you go with the digital one and they don't lose that 30 percent cut that has to go and then it's really more than 30 percent of the game like revenue that gets lost when they have to print a disc ship put the disc in a box ship that to a store and then give the retailer their cut of that like 
that's where, like, this is really a move to make sure that, like, if they make it cheaper, they then paint people into a corner. Like, you're not in a corner, like, by default where mm-hmm. you don't have the option of buying the one with the disk drive. But if they make this one cheaper, they really, in the long run, are going to make a lot more money off of people because if I buy the diskless one for 350 and then I buy Spider-Man, Horizon, fucking God of War, just like pretty much every so- big Sony first-party game I've bought, mm. and I mean, I've been buying them digitally already, so... And then that's going to help with my backwards compatibility because, like, I have six, seven hundred digital PS4 games. Okay, There's so if if okay, since they're going to do that, if they do that, do you think they'll give you the best version of these games, like almost like a Xbox Smart Delivery esque thing, or would it be like, hey, pay an extra five to ten dollars here and you can get the PS5 version that runs better, that's smoother. I mean, I think for first-party games, Sony's just going to upgrade you. Like, the way they did with the PS4 Pro, like, they dropped their 4K texture packs, they did all of that. There were some developers and publishers that were trying to sell those upgrades. Like, oh, if you want the 4K texture pack for Borderlands, you can drop this extra money to get it for your PS4 Pro or Xbox Series X. Like, Mm -hmm. So so it's going to be up to the game as opposed to, like, Sony? Yeah, I think it'll more so. I think Sony, for like their statement on it, like just judging by how they've talked about how The Last of Us Part 2 is coming forward, mm-hmm. I think that Sony's going to give you all of their games. Like, because they're probably they going to get more goodwill out of it and have mm-hmm. more people buying digital copies. Because I think backwards compatibility is going to get a bit muddy when you involve discs. Like, Xbox is still, their backwards compatibility isn't making them the kind of money it could make them because you can still go to GameStop and buy a disc. If their backwards compatibility, but I mean, their digital backwards compatibility, they're still selling old games on the new thing. Like, and it, a lot of times they'll be enhanced, but that's not even like a selling point of those games. It's just like, here, play this 360 game. And so games that they could have made literally no money off of, they're going back and are still making, like, you were looking at that Jade Empire backwards compatibility. And so... Certainly. And, I mean, for me, like, my PS4, my drive on my old PS4 started to go on me. So for the most part, like, legitimately every PS4 physical game, I either have digitally or don't, like haven't been worried enough about playing it to try and get it digitally so like and even Mm -hmm. though my pro has a working disk drive there's almost never anything in my disk drive in my ps4 pro like the only benefit of having a disk drive on this system is the fact that i can currently watch blu-rays on it but and so i may go for the disk enabled one but i don't know That'd just be legitimately for media. It wouldn't even be for games. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I don't think I have. I definitely think I'm going for this uh, complete digital one. The complete digital one? Yeah, it looks yeah. slicker. I don't necessarily like, yeah, buying mm-hmm. games and having it on a shelf and like to be able to look at it is cool, but I'm more of like, I'd rather do that with PlayStation 1 games than 
buy a new PlayStation 5 game and be like, this is cool. I'd rather have all that conveniently on my system than I could just switch to. Yeah. I have to take anything out and put anything in. It's more so because I want the I want the disc enabled version right now because I have like I've been copying physical PS4 games basically, mm-hmm. and I'm now I'm like fuck these are the games I really want to play, <laughs> like if I'm playing my older games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I just want to have that option. Yeah, and then that's, that's the other thing with other people buying the game. Play the best version, you know. Well, if they do do backwards compatibility to PS4 games, it like the disc drive's the only way that it's gonna have to work. Cause I got too many PS4 games on disc to just like give them up because I didn't feel like. Yeah. Well, yeah, and I mean that's like I could really... plug up my PS4 and play them, but like. I don't want. You know, I don't want to. <laughs> Right. I want to unplug my PS4. Like I want to go to the store, get my PS5, come home, unplug my PS4 Pro, put it on a shelf, and then Give plug it in my PS5. Give it the glory. <laughs> right. That's the same thing I did with my PS3 when I got my PS4, and I did with my PS2 when I got my PS3. So. Exactly. I just want to, yeah, come in, unplug, switch, plug in, call it a day. Oh. But yeah, I may get the disk drive one just because I hadn't thought about like for my birthday, my sister will order me a physical game off Amazon and I kind of don't want to be in a situation where somebody gets me a game and then I, like even a PS5 native game, not even like a PS4 backwards compatible game mm-hmm. and gets me the disc. Yeah, somebody gets me bug snacks on disc and then I'm just screwed. I can't <laughs> burn down the town because I can't hold the lamp with my sausage, sausage hands. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, y'all ready to wrap? Yeah. Yeah, we can call it. Yeah, well, I guess we'll call it here. Um, remember, you can follow us all collectively around the internet, cheesycontrollerpodcast.com. Uh, you can follow me, Twitter, and Twitch at Anton63Xs. Chris? Chefing Chris. Madrid? Speedwagon X. And you can find Jalen on Twitter, Squid Bishop. This has been Nakuma Santi Production. Until next time, keep it cheesy.